This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's closer to home. We're looking at 42 degrees and holding at our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 159. Welcome in. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Tuesday morning, January 30th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up new this morning on WTOP. What charging documents say about how a woman ran down and stabbed random people in Prince George's County? I'm Scott Gelman. U.S. vows to retaliate for deaths of three American troops in Jordan over the weekend. Bipartisan immigration bill could be unveiled this week. After it's clear there's tension at the top in Montgomery County schools, will the county council step in? I'm Kate Ryan. Record day on Wall Street Monday, kicking off your business week. Gains across the board. The Dow up 224 at the Monday close. NASDAQ up 173. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Two o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacy Lynn. We have new details about the deadly drone attack that killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan. There was little warning at the base about the attack because at the time, air defense was turned off to allow a U.S. drone to land. As for how the U.S. will retaliate, here's CBS's David Martin. The Biden administration has been trying very hard to keep this a proxy war, to keep the war from spreading, but an attack on a target inside Iran would be a head-on confrontation between the two militaries and then you don't know where this thing will spiral and neither uh, the U.S. nor Iran want that to happen. Well, back to Washington where a bipartisan border deal in the Senate is close, but correspondent Robert Costa tells us it could be dead on arrival in the House. Even as they talk about their reservations, they haven't seen the text. They're hearing from their constituents left and right that something needs to be done on immigration and on the border. And with the White House willing to play ball to a point with Senate Republicans, Republicans and even some House Republicans on some of these issues, that's made it easier to say you're, you're trying to engage in these discussions as a Republican. It's not like you're supporting tax increases by working with President Biden and the Democrats on this. You're working on border security. Elon Musk says his company Neuralink has implanted a brain chip in a human test patient. Text contributor Ian Schur. There are a lot of questions, in particular about safety, health, and how honest Elon Musk is being about how successfully this test is going. To New York City now, where two men have been indicted for possessing an arsenal of homemade weapons in their apartment, including improvised explosive devices. Here's Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz. Four of the IEDs were recovered in the same container. Had one of those IEDs detonated, it would likely have resulted in a shockwave. 
that would have detonated the remaining explosives. And they also found a hit list of police officers, judges, celebrities and politicians. CBS's Deborah Pata is in Tel Aviv with the latest on the Israel-Hamas war. Although nothing has been finalized, talks between Israel, the U.S., Qatar and Egypt are inching closer towards a deal that provides for an extended ceasefire in exchange for hostages. But Hamas wants all Israeli troops out of Gaza before any hostages are released. And the Israeli military says troops neutralized Hamas militants who were hiding in a hospital in the occupied West Bank city of Jenin. And they were planning an imminent attack. They declined to say whether the three had been killed. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. Partly cloudy, chilly, mild, low 28 to 34. According to Veronica, by daybreak, we're at 40 straight up once again in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along through your early 2 a.m. hour ride this Tuesday. We begin the ride this morning with that Baltimore woman accused now of stabbing a teen and hitting random pedestrians with her car locally in Prince George's County just last week. We've now learned this morning she's being held without bonds. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says they still don't know why the woman accused of going on a violent spree Thursday night may have done it. I think it was a shock to all of us that uh, an individual would cause so much havoc in our community. 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown is being held without bond. We did argue that for the safety of our community and really communities across Maryland that this individual needed to be held. She's being charged with several counts of attempted murder. Charging documents describe the moment she got into a taxi near a Lanham gas station and allegedly stabbed the driver with a knife. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 2.04. Man was killed in Southeast D.C. last night. Monday night, police are looking this morning, Tuesday, for the public's help in finding his killer. D.C. police officers were called to the 1200 block of 3rd Street Northeast around 7.15 Monday night after reports of a shooting incident. There, they say they found a man suffering from a gunshot wound after that other, after what other outlets had been reporting appears to have been an attempted carjacking here. Now, the man was said to be, have been taken to the hospital locally where he died later from his injuries. Police this morning seeking a suspect described when last seen as a black male with a thin build wearing dreadlocks. He was last seen driving a gray Chrysler 200 bearing DC tags GR3248. That's a Chrysler 200. Bearing DC tags GR3248. If you see the suspect or vehicle, you are cautioned to call 911, call 911 as soon as possible. We turn now to an update on Tuesday morning to that huge pileup on the Bay Bridge from the weekend, Saturday. It backed up traffic for hours. MTA, Maryland Transportation Authority police say this morning they're looking for a blue Honda Civic in this case that could be connected with the chain reaction crash, they think, on the westbound span of the bridge that day. More than 20 vehicles were actually involved in all of this. Investigators say this morning the Honda was speeding at the time, driving erratically, which may have contributed, they think, to that crash. To that end, they're asking for help to find that Honda Civic that was on the westbound span, they say, between the time of 7.30 and 7.45 this weekend, this past weekend, Saturday morning. Police are reconstructing the crash scene, we're told, and say the investigation may take months. If you know anything, you're asked to call police as soon as possible. 
WTOP at 206. In recent days, we've seen turmoil and tension locally at the top of Montgomery County's public school system. The school superintendent now says she's staying on despite apparently being asked to leave by a number of school board members. The school board insists it's a personnel matter. And an inspector general's report shows chaotic management of a system that's supposed to tackle accusations of misconduct. With a situation where Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says she's been asked to step down, but says she's been given no justification by the Board of Ed, should McKnight be removed? Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson. That's a personnel matter between the Board of Education and the superintendent. I will say that the issue needs to be resolved and it needs to be resolved as quickly as possible because the school system needs stability. McKnight and the school board have been criticized over the handling of allegations of sexual harassment and bullying by a principal who is no longer with the school system. In a little over a week, two council committees will hold a hearing on an inspector general's report on the issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Tuesday morning at 2.07. Defending the health of downtown D.C. locally, Mayor Muriel Bowser is this week sharing her thoughts about the economy overall of the downtown area. Now that the owner of the Caps and Whiz is in the process, as you well know, of getting local and state approval to relocate its teams, his teams, to Alexandria. Speaking at the National Children's Museum in downtown, Mayor Muriel Bowser says seeing crowds this weekend herself and rising Metro ridership numbers show. People are coming downtown. And so I want to be sure that you're clear about that. But the city is seeing some big exits, among them the Capitals, Wizards, and even mortgage giant Fannie Mae. And Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis mentioned significant challenges facing downtown businesses when defending a move to Alexandria. The mayor didn't comment on that, but says. We recognize that we want more people, more workers, more visitors, more restaurant goers in our downtown. This includes offering new grants to get businesses into empty buildings and to lure more family-friendly businesses downtown. In the district, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, 30th of January. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 2.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Butch Seltzer and the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, drivers. In the district, we have an accident on uh, accident investigation in place on Minnesota Avenue. That's between Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast and Randall Circle. Because of that investigation, we're closed between Anacostia Road and G Street Southeast. 295, 95 in the Beltway are moving along without any delays. In Virginia, 66 eastbound before the Rossland Tunnel. Left lane gets, uh, left lane gets by through the work zone. There's construction northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked. No problems or delays actually on 66 itself and 395. In Maryland, Route 50 on the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is closed for overnight work and two-way traffic is running on the westbound span. 70 eastbound before Route 15, right lane gets by that road work. On the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270, two right lanes get by. And on the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving without any issues. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP. 
WTOP traffic. Light winds this morning under partly cloudy skies. Our temperatures are starting out between 27 and 35 degrees. Later today, uh, afternoon temperature around 45, making it the coolest day of the week. Our winds later will be out of the southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tracking the next weather maker, more clouds for Tuesday night. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Layoff notices are going out at American Airlines. More than 650 customer support workers are being let go. The cuts are about evenly split between Dallas and Phoenix. Affected workers will be able to apply for other jobs at the airline. Those who leave will get severance. Here comes the Fed. Officials sit down today for the start of a two-day meeting. And while they are not expected to lower interest rates, they are likely to talk about conditions that would lead to a future cut. Wall Street is expecting a rate cut when policymakers meet in March. We'll hear from the Fed tomorrow. Lots of questions surrounding GM as it opens its books this morning. We may find out how much last year's United Auto Workers strike cost it, as well as the cost of its new contract. Other questions include GM's plans for electric vehicles in light of weakening demand, as well as the outlook for its cruise robo-taxi business. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Inflation is still running hot, while investment returns have cooled. Is your financial plan primed for this current reality? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. This is WTOP News. The president's intent was to stay in power at all costs. This election was stolen. I flat out said, I swore an oath. I'm not going to break it. I'm not putting on no stinking circus. They put their faith in Donald Trump and he deceived them. I don't think by any large stretch can you characterize it as bipartisan. That's just a sample this Tuesday morning of a brand new frontline documentary on PBS tonight, Tuesday night. It's titled Democracy on Trial. And it serves, apparently, as a thorough review, we're told, about how former President Donald J. Trump will be heading to an election interference trial here in D.C. on March 4th or sometime later. The new documentary is written, produced, and directed by Michael Kirk 
who this morning joins WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with a preview for us. Many people told us that the upcoming trial in D.C. will be, without any irony, known as the trial of the century. For the first time in American history, an American president is being charged with crimes in office and in the middle of a presidential election. So I would say that that qualifies as a critical moment for democracy and a classic moment for a frontline documentary. Well, we are reminded in part in this documentary of the brutality of January 6th, the effectiveness of the House Select Committee on January 6th and those hearings, a rating success, and of course closely followed by millions of people. But in the film, you also remind us there's a whole universe of other folks. They ignored the January 6th hearings. They, in fact, were told to do so by the former president. They met the qualifications of being what one person in the film tells us is the, what is the MAGA voting block? The MAGA voting block adheres directly and absolutely to what uh, the former former president tells them, and if he tells them to ignore what happened on January 6th, then that's part of the definition of how you get to be a member in MAGA America, according to many people we talked to in the film. The fact is, we talked to primarily in the film Republicans, conservative Republicans who support Donald Trump and wanted him to be president of the United States in 2020. But in the process of examining the steal, as uh, the former president called it, these people were victims of uh, of what they consider to be the fraud being perpetrated by Rudy Giuliani and uh, the former president. So it's fascinating that it is the actual Republicans, the supporters of Trump, who are the people who come forward, both at the January 6th committee hearings and in our film, talking to us about what happened to them, how they feel about it, and joining in in the pursuit of truth. One point is made in the documentary that got me thinking. Perhaps the most damaging speech that Donald Trump made was not the one on the afternoon of January 6th ahead of the riot, but rather the one delivered about 2.30 a.m. after election night 2020. That's the one in which he says, frankly, we did win this election. What is the thinking behind that argument? That probably is, as someone in the film says, I think it's Jonathan Carl from ABC News who says it. I agree with that. It was a stunning moment when you, we saw it. It was a stunning moment when you think hard about it. This is a president of the United States who's testing the democracy and bringing all of the force of the office, because he's still in office, all of the force of the office to bear on the situation. It was a clarion call to his supporters and his troops, whether there was any evidence for it. He did not know. Uh, As we reveal in the film, many, many members of his staff and including the closest members of his family were arguing that he not say what he said, which was that the election had been rigged. That's Michael Kirk, the producer, director and writer of the brand new PBS frontline documentary, Democracy on Trial. It's on TV 26 and other PBS stations starting at nine tonight, Tuesday night. Talking there with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at some of the top stories early Tuesday morning we're following for you. On WTLP, the Pentagon releasing the names of three soldiers killed in a drone attack in Jordan. And talks resume on potential ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. The leading cause of death in the U.S. may shock you. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is All Well and Good. A new Harris poll found that 51% of Americans have no idea what the leading cause of death is, which is why it would likely shock you. Despite decades of news stories and segments like this telling you that it's 
heart disease. Most Americans think it's cancer. According to the latest 2024 numbers, over 48% of Americans have heart disease. Over 46% have high blood pressure, yet most of us are completely unaware, which is one of the reasons heart disease is so widespread. But it's something you can manage and even avoid. This is one of those knowledge is power situations. So get your yearly checkup and don't become a statistic of heart disease. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is all well and good. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Thank you, Dean. Uh, in the district, southbound 295 at East Capitol Street, we have the left lane closed with a three-car accident. That from a, DO, a WTOP listener. Thank you for giving us a call. We have an accident investigation in place. Uh, that's on Minnesota Avenue between Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast and Randall Circle. Uh, because of that accident, we're closed between Anacostia Road and G Street Southeast. 295, 95 in the Beltway are moving fine uh, without any delays with the exception of that accident that we told you about. In Maryland, Route 50 on the Bay Bridge, eastbound span closed for overnight work, and two-way traffic is running on the westbound span, 70 eastbound before Route 15. The right lane gets by that road work. On the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270, two right lanes get by. On the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving without any issues. In Virginia, 66 eastbound before the Rosslyn Tunnel, the left lane gets by through the work zone. And there's construction 95 northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked. No problems or delays on 66 beyond that work zone and 395. Winter's here, and with Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Your Tuesday here looking like the coolest day out of the work week, but at least we'll have some lighter winds and a little more sunshine. We're partly cloudy this morning. We'll stay with those scattered clouds throughout the day. 27 to 35 degrees this morning, around 45 for your afternoon. Wednesday afternoon, just under 50 degrees. But the morning temperature is 32 to 37 degrees. There is a chance for a few little light flurries and raindrops mixed in during the morning hours with no impacts to area roads. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. You want to give your baby everything, so start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib. And keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about safe sleep for babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. 
Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. The trial of the mother of that Michigan high school shooter continues this week. Jennifer Crumbly on trial for involuntary manslaughter for failing to intervene and helping to buy the gun her son used to kill four students in a 2021 shooting rampage at Oxford High School in Michigan. Among those testifying, 27-year-old Kira Pennock, a horse farm owner that Jennifer Crumbly often visited, describing a text exchange between the two the day of the shooting. Just had to go to my son's school and meet his counselor today. Jennifer Crumbly is accused of refusing to remove her son from school despite him being found making ominous drawings in class. Ethan has already pleaded guilty to terrorism and murder charges and was sentenced to life in prison. Derek Dennis, ABC News. If you have a Toyota or GM vehicle, listen up this morning to Heads Up from WTOP Tuesday. The company is apparently warning tens of thousands of owners to stop driving certain models over airbags. About 61,000 owners of certain Toyota and General Motors vehicles should stop driving them. It's due to their Takata airbag inflators that can explode, unleashing metal shrapnel inside cars and trucks. The models are Corolla, Matrix, RAV4, and Pontiac Vibes, made between 2003 and 2005. They're urging people to contact a dealer, which will either do mobile repair or tow the car to a dealership. More than two dozen people have been killed in the U.S. by Takata inflators since 2009. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper on WTLP Tuesday morning. Maybe you've noticed your commute getting close to what it was like before the COVID pandemic. Now, some advice for you this morning on the best and worst times to head out the door. Most in our area leave the house between 8 and 8.30 each morning, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data. Leaving a half hour later can save 20 hours a year of commuting time, says Yardy Cube, a co-working space management platform. It really depends on what time they have to get to work. WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler. They can't leave at 9 o'clock if they have to be at work at 9 o'clock. As for weather, listeners typically build in wiggle room in planning their commutes. Most people leave enough time for their typical commute, so that's when something can throw it completely out of whack. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. At long last, the Wizards have a win streak. They erased a 14-point deficit to beat the Spurs 118-113 and win back-to-back games for the first time since last March and won consecutive games in San Antonio for the first time in a quarter century. 
Interim coach Brian Keefe, who started his career as a video assistant for the Spurs, said the key to the 20-6 run to end the game. Our physicality, our intensity level really ratcheted up in the fourth. And then I think you saw down the stretch, we trusted the pass. Tyus and Kyle were playing you know, a little two-man game. We hit the open man and we just made the simple play and the trust factor was great. So I love that down the stretch. We were sharing the ball. On the college hardwood, the Howard women lost at Coppin State, but the men won there in Baltimore handily. The commanders could have a new coach by week's end. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald had a second interview Monday and the Burgundy and Gold will 